okay? <laughs> what do you want from us? How much more do you want from me? <laughs> and we're back. Hello, girls. We're back. And we're back. We're back. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Cha, cha, cha. Hey y'all, it's your girl Taylor. And Toya. This is The Ho Bag. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your favorite streaming platform and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at underscore ho bag. That's underscore H-E-A-U-X-B-A-G. Keep up with our shenanigans. Bye. Bye. And we're back with Delisha. Yep. For those that don't remember, this is Delisha. This is our boo thing. She be filling in and whatnot. Um, Taylor's birthday just passed, so happy be sure birthday, to tell her. Tay, Tay. Be sure to tell her happy birthday. Do you want to give them your handles? Let them know what you do. A little refresher. Sure. Um, you can follow me at delisha.e.photos. I'm a photographer. Um, do you specialize in any type of photos? Uh, branding, um, events, portraits. Yeah, I just booked myself online. Did you see it? I did. <laughs> and I responded on my way here. Yes. I know, girl. Um, and then outside of that, I also work for an entertainment um, company here, Entertainment Connect. And uh, we produce conferences, um, concerts, booking talent, artist relations, project management. It's like a lot of stuff, but it's all in the entertainment space. So mm, I love it. Get at her when y'all need debt. Yes, please. So the name of this episode is Relationship Therapist. Neither one of us are relationship therapists. Let me put that out there right now because don't ask me for no advice because I'm going to give you a little advice, but I'm going to say, hey, but, you know, don't come back to me when shit fails or go south because <laughs> all I'm doing is I'm just me, here. Me no therapist. Me no speaky day English. <laughs> I saw, so going straight into Twitter news, I saw this guy I saw a few tweets that was like really, really good. And one of the guys that I follow, his name is at 285 Slim. He said, I'll say it again. If at any point, any of your behaviors gives me an indication that you've been through some wild traumatic shit, I'm good off of you. I might tweet this once a day now. And it's so crazy how many people had something combative to say to that. And it was like, this is this man saying, he does not want to put up with a woman that's saying, oh, yeah, um, I was gangbanged in high school and I'm still trying to get over it. Or, you know, my daddy did this to me. He's opting out. Right. I don't want to deal with anybody that has right. any traumatic things going on. I'm like, why is it that we as a people feel like we have to say, well, because they have this going on, I think that we should just give them a try and maybe you can be their shoulder no. and maybe you can be their. Uh, it's called a boundary. Literally mm -hmm. setting boundaries like yeah, is a boundary. That's all he's saying is like he knows what he's willing to deal with and he doesn't want to deal with it. And I don't think there's nothing wrong with it. I but don't either. I, you know, I saw something or I heard this thing that said like men don't settle. And I think that also kind of goes into that in that thing. Like he's not settling. He has a boundary. He knows he want. He knows what he want to deal with. And he knows his capacity of what he can deal with. And there's nothing wrong with him saying that. Should I could take a, a lesson out of his book. Me too. And I, I will follow up with men don't settle because even if they got a wife at the house, they're still out there looking for the love of their life. So <laughs> alrighty then. Twitter news. So I saw another one that said y'all weaponize the word trauma and I do not like that. 
You will not work on bettering yourself and then want people to deal with the BS you refuse to address. F-O-H. Nobody has to put up with your BS. I am sorry. Y'all are horrible people for thinking that they should. And I don't give a damn who you are. Nobody should have to suffer through putting up with you because you do not want to seek help. That is so true. Like, how is it that we come into these relationships at any capacity, whether it's a friendship, a relationship or whatever? Right. And you're just constantly pouring out of your woe is me cup into my happy life cup. (laughs) And it's just like, oh, my God. Like, at what point do we say, you know what? That's enough. You should go get some professional help because I'm not here to be that person for you. I can't be that person for you. Oh, I think it it just I feel like it depends like on the relationship you have with that person. Like sometimes, you know, if you can go to that friend and be like, hey, okay, sis, this is like the 15th time you done told me this. Okay, I don't have the tools necessary to help you. We might want to call, you know, a helpline or, you know, something. And then there's some people who just won't be open to the fact that you're like, hey, I don't have the capacity to to deal with you anymore or deal with this particular issue. Um, You may have to cut them off. Because some people don't know how to, like, especially boundaries so, again. Like, we go, it's probably it's the, boundaries. It's the same thing. And I think if, like, if you're always that person that they go to, they so used to it. But then you got to be like, eh, okay, all right. So I, I just don't have it. I don't have it in me. Yeah, I think I think people have to I think people have to work on hearing no. I think that's a big thing. Yeah. People are so people aren't used to people saying no because then they felt they follow up with, "Well, why not?" Yes. I don't have to justify my no. Right. My no just means no and that's it. Right. And then I think also to weaponizing the trauma or the word trauma or whatever. Mm-hmm. We've become such a like we are so aware of like mental health and mm-hmm. these words and this terminology and this trigger language and yeah now right but then it's also two people kind of use it mm. not in the most safest way they use it to kind of like you they said weaponize like, call somebody out on something but then if they want to bring something back to them it's like okay now you're missing the accountability because what if you're saying something to me but it's like you could be projecting but then it's like it's it's so many things wrapped up into one. And this is why a therapist is very much so necessary because they have the tools and the training. They know how to properly use the terminology yeah. for you to have a, a decent conversation. But then sometimes if you as a person still got your shiggity going on, you just probably be like, oh, I'm triggered. Yeah. The trauma. But it's like, are you really being triggered? Is it really traumatic? Or are you just, or you just don't want to hear this? <laughs> Are you just trying to search somebody up? That, that's yeah. It's a lot. Growing, growing older, I will say it's a lot, especially I think the more you grow within yourself and you become aware of things, A, it places these boundaries on what you will and will not put up with anymore, whether it be a friendship, whether it be a relationship, yep. even family, yep. whatever. The growth that you have inside of yourself, it really starts to pour out on the outside. And I think mm-hmm. that makes other people uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But it's like you being uncomfortable has still nothing to do with my growth. Fact. That's something you got to work on within yourself. Because I'm going to grow with or without you. Like, we going to grow. We gonna... Sorry to be the one to say it. Um, I had also saw something on Instagram. It was this video. Um, let me let y'all hear it. 
The reason why relationships don't last is because most people not looking for a relationship. They looking for a therapist. That's why you ain't got no peace because that ain't your partner. That's your patient. Beware people that identify as a friend or a significant other, but they're really a spiritual and psychological leech. People that will run you dry and rob you of your youth. People that will leave their demons with you and never look back. People that want you to pour into them, but they ain't got to drop to pour into you. Talking about, I want somebody that can give me peace, heal my trauma, and deal with the mood swings in between. You are not obligated to solve no problem that existed before you. Ain't nothing wrong with giving advice and praying for folks, but real love will not have you put your sanity on the line. Get you somebody that's healed, somebody that's whole, so y'all can equally pour into one another. So when problems arise, it's just another bump in the road and not a tragedy. So the next time somebody want to make you their in-home therapist disguised as a significant other, take your phone out and send them a cash app request. And when they ask, what's this? Say, this is my hourly fee because you will not make a fool out of me. The reason why relationships... <sighs> She said my hourly fee. What do you think about that video? <laughs> that was a lie. That was a, she said a mouth. I kind of want to chop it up into pieces like damn. Yeah, because she said she went for one thing after another. But then it's like, OK, in my mind, I'm trying to think holistically about like. <sighs> so I watched the series from scratch, right? Listen, if you haven't watched that series yet. What, watched what? From scratch. No, I haven't. I keep hearing about it. Man, that was an emotional. Is that what everybody says? Keep making them cry? Yes. Okay. I was in like tears. You would have thought somebody died personally mm -hmm. in my life the way I was crying. But I think one of the one of the things about that whole series of the show that was eye-opening to me is that sometimes because I've been out of a, a relationship that's like I'm building something and I'm like we have a goal in mind and everything else. I've been out of that so long that I was like, dang, do I know what it takes to be in a relationship? But then it's like mm. we have, you know, you have a partner, whatever case may be, your best friend, whomever. But then it's like going to her, her point, it's like, how do you find that like balance where you can have somebody you talk to? We can talk things out, but then it's not so heavy on me to have to always deal with like she said your demons or some of the shit that you don't even know how to deal with on your own but then you expected me to hold that on top of every other um, responsibility I have as being your partner how does that work I was at <clears throat> I was at the bar the other day. We went to a concert and from that concert, we was like, OK, we'll just go to the bar, grab a drink until it's time to go. Mm -hmm. And this young lady that was a bartender and I were having a conversation and I told her, I said, you know what? And I'm going to say this in the most sensitive way as possible. I tweeted this the other day. A lot of people say that therapy is expensive and it wasn't until I didn't have insurance, but I knew I still needed therapy. Like I know I need to go to therapy that I started looking for therapists. There's something called a sliding scale that therapists will use with you. If you don't have the funds, let the therapist know. And they will say my rate may be $80 an hour, but I have a sliding scale. I'll see what I can do for you. My lady then dropped hers all the way down to 65 per session. That's one hour that I get to talk to her and vent and she tell me things and she tell me things to work on. When you really think about it, soon as you step out the house these days, just to go out to eat, you're spending $130. So you mean to tell me? And we live in hookah nation. Yeah, I couldn't say. nation. Yeah. Dinner, turn up nation, Houston. I couldn't oh, sacrifice yes. 
one of my vices, because everybody these days got a vice, whether it be the gym, the whatever. Yeah. Carve out a little budget for your mental health. It is possible, but yeah. everybody is so big. Man, that's just too expensive. I can't. Yes, you can. Yeah. If you went out to eat, you can sacrifice going out to eat. Go make your ass a sandwich at the house. Yeah. And then you have $65 for a session. Ain't nobody saying do four sessions a, uh, a month or whatever. I dropped mine down from every week to two times a month just because I said this is something that I still want because I want to work on myself. Correct. One of my friends had a conversation as well. And I had to ask, like, if I were a man, would I see myself in a relationship right now? And honestly, looking deep down into myself, I had to say no. That's, that's and it goes beyond all the fuzzy, cute shit. It yes, goes beyond it, the it, I look it good. Yes. It goes beyond the I can make you laugh. It yes. goes beyond the I'm a hard worker. Yes. What else am I really... What am I capable of pouring into a man besides the things that I already do? Because right. I know what I want right. from my man. Am I capable of giving that? And right. right now, no, I'm selfish right now. I'm at such a selfish point where I don't want to wake up and think, what is this person doing? I wake up and think, what the hell am I doing? Correct. What That's I all I can do right now is worry about me. And once right. I get to that point, I'm going to know when I'm ready. I don't know when, but I'm going to know when that man is going to know. And yeah. it's just going to be that. Like, I can't force nothing else outside yeah. of that right now. And I think the... and I. There's nothing wrong with that because that's the beauty in you growing and that's the benefit of you going and taking the time to work on yourself and go to therapy. I've been going to therapy for like four years, so... I love it. The trauma that I've realized I have Man. that my mom did to me is a damn doozy. Is I will it? tell you that. I just realized something about myself like three days ago. I had to be like, you really got to sit in your own shit. Like, man, this shit stink. Did I? Dang, I still ain't work. Ooh, yeah. it's a lot. It is. And the, but the thing about it is, is going back to the clip, right? Mm -hmm. Imagine somebody not realizing, right? They don't realize it. All they do is they just show up authentically them, yeah. but not knowing that authentically them is can be very heavy. Like, huh? You a little draining. Just a little bit. And some people, they I think that they show up with their codependency issues. Correct. And they try to face, like, cover that up as I love hard. No, baby, you don't love hard. You a leech. You're a fucking leech and you're draining all of my energy. You think that's loving hard, but what you're doing is you're getting on my damn nerves, asking me where I'm at all the damn time and being so damn clingy. That's not loving hard. There's other terms for that. It's Ooh. clingy. Who this man? Been there and it, it's draining. Have you ever been around somebody and when you leave from them, you feel like, oh, I'm so glad I was around that person. And yes. they leave feeling the same. Yes. But then you have the other type of person where you leave and you like, woo, wee, I'm tired. I can't wait to go home and take a nap. And them, you see you on Instagram. They like this club because they done took all your damn energy. That is called an energy vampire. Literally what she said. She's yes. like, man, that shit yes. is so true. And I, you're, we're both energy people. So there are people that will call us. Hey girl, what you doing? You going out this weekend? You doing this? You doing that? You doing this? And I had to get older and realize I can't say yes to everything. Cause I started realizing that there are people that literally thrive in fuel off of my energy right. that it makes me tired and depleted and I look I, I start looking at it I start feeling it yeah. and it comes out in so many different ways than yeah. just how you it's really draining how you feel like boundary dun da da dun you had a clip that you wanted to play yes. right side note I ain't watched this clip yet so we all gonna learn together we gonna learn today <laughs> <laughs> 
And I do not know how to sing. So, sorry, guys. I mean, you can carry a little tune. Okay. Okay, I'm going to start it over, guys. We're going to play it on the witch collar. It's okay. You can tell that if this fool you messing with is supposed to be in your life, if this relationship is helping you. We tolerate more relationships that are taking away from us, that are stealing our peace, that are ravaging our joy, that have us up at night. Oh my God, I think he's going to break up. Break up with him. He, he's not helping you. She's not helping. They're my friends. They are fly. They are fake. They are not helping you. So, so it doesn't take a word from God. If the people you're around keeping you stuck to your chains, they're not. If you're praying that God will remove symptoms of the people that you hang around, they're not helping you. And God wants every relationship in your life. He wants one of your goals to be that the relationships help you succeed. Many people make you feel like relationship with others, especially relationships with the opposite sex, are the devil. They're not the devil, but relationships where the purpose is not known, open the door to the devil. And so I came to the conclusion that if we know the purpose for relationship, then we won't allow for the cracks that let him into our relationship. So this, that clip is a little bit more, that's what, that's what I was talking about. Like, how do you find the balance? Because if you have somebody, you know the purpose of their that person in your life, you know the value they bring and vice versa, going back to what we were saying earlier, how do you find the balance on knowing that person's in your life to help you help them? But then how do you give yourself a stopping point of how much you help or how much they help or how much they raise, like, you know, pour into you or how much you pour into them? Like, what is like the balance or how do you orchestrate that? I think one of the things, one of the vital things that I'm still learning is unsolicited advice. And I think a lot of people do that so often that when somebody comes to you and they're like, oh, let me tell you what's going on. All right. First of all, ask me, am I capable of taking this in right now? Okay. Secondly, um, do you want to vent or do you want my opinion on what you got going on because some people just want to vent they don't want the mr fix it or miss fix it they literally just want to vent right and then from there you'll know do you want my unsolicited advice or not and if they don't then that's perfectly fine because sometimes right. people need to just talk through their shit and then when they yeah. hear it out loud it's like oh you hear how stupid you sound too oh, okay yeah i didn't have to tell you, you were yeah. stupid yeah <laughs> great great i didn't have to do that this time um but I, I don't know. I think that's literally step one. And then from there, everything else will fall into place. Right. Because sometimes I think like even with this podcast, half the time, I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. And on one Sunday, I'm 10 toes down feeling this. And two Sundays later, I'm like, you know what? I ain't really feeling that shit no more. <laughs> but that's still that's still me yeah. growing and yes. unlearning things because yes. I yes. might have felt that way. And two Sundays later, I didn't talk to 15 different people that gave me perspective that was different than what I knew two Sundays ago. Right. But if we give each other grace and allow each other to learn and grow, then there's nothing wrong with that. Right. Now, Todd, I got to take things that he says with a grain of salt because <laughs> that young brother rub, rub spit on one of his congregational 
people one day yeah, and man. I can't get past that. He is not going to be able to outlive that. He's not. I'm, I'm not past that yet. So once I saw it was past the time, I was like, mm. message not was, the messenger. Message not the messenger. Exactly. Message, message not the messenger. Not the messenger. <laughs> he trying to help. See, he had purpose. Okay. All right. I'm sorry. No, I get it. <laughs> it was, it I became, sure get it. It came in my inbox one from one of my cousins and I was just like, you know what? This is kind of it's almost kind of yeah. it's almost how one of them is like no boundaries and one of them is having boundaries that's basically is, it, I, I, what I'm pulling from those clips it's like one of them there's absolutely nothing you just let people run rampant in your life mm-hmm. and then the other one is like take a look at that rampantness and start <laughs> cutting some little corners around some of these people Yeah, that's the hardest thing though Imagine having a friend for 10 years and then all of a sudden you're just like, hmm, hmm, something about this don't feel right no more. But then you're so used to talking to this person, picking a phone up on a Thursday night, y'all chit-chatting, and then having to rearrange that friendship because of like, it's just not feeling good anymore. That is hard. Friendship breakups hurt. Friendship breakups are the worst. Yeah, they hurt. Thing I've ever encountered in my life, ever, ever encountered in my life, especially because I live in Houston. Mm-hmm. All my family's in like Miami, Detroit, New York. Like I don't have my cousins down the street yeah. and everything else. So I've had to make friends my chosen family. Mm-hmm. So it's when it goes that deep and then it doesn't go beyond that because of the change and the growth and evolution and as a person and then like the boundaries and like I like trying to figure out those things that is difficult yeah it is I don't like it yeah well I guess the older I get I'm like "Mm." yeah I mean you got to you got to let it breathe shake let it go yeah yeah almost reminded me of someone but fuck you girl (laughs) do you day people (laughs) Hey, because I tried. I think sometimes when you, if you are growing though, right, in a yes. friendship, yes. you're, let's say you're the one that's growing and your other friend may be stagnant or vice versa. Right. Your friend is growing and they start telling you about yourself and you're able to take it. Then I see that's fine to me. That's a friendship that's at least trying to pour into each other. But when yes. you have one that's just doing the most and you have to be like, you know what, girl? time to cut you off because I've tried yeah. that's why I say well fuck you like I have I have no problem with telling anybody fuck you good riddance <laughs> never have to see you again because I know at the end of the day I done tried yeah I tried whether you took it as me trying I don't have to sleep with that at night I sleep well enough knowing that I tried that is and that's all I could do I think me and you had that conversation when I once I got back home and I was it me I think it was me and you and I was just basically saying how like your friendships are not going to always taste good. If you're a friend to me, you may have to pull me to the side and be like, now listen, Mm -hmm. I don't know about that. And as a friend, I have to say, this person is telling me something with love. Absolutely. That is that helping that he's talking about. Mm -hmm. You're not, you're trying to help me see myself. I am so grateful for my friends and my family who always took me to the side and show me a mirror of myself to just kind of remind me of who I am and then also try to help me go through my own shit because they can't make me do if I don't want to do it but just to be there to remind me and help me along the journey of life that's that helping that's that knowing those people in your life but then also understanding that real people that are around you knowing what that feels like 
Like you can tell when somebody around you is giving you something in love and not out of spite and not out of jealousy, jealousy and all those other yeah. or manipulation yep. or out of tr- trigger trauma mm-hmm. trying to flip some things on you because they saw something on, on the internet and whatever the case may be, blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? But you know, hey, like yeah, I am happy about those type of relationships that I do have because they're important. Have you ever like came into contact with the guy that you were dating and you started noticing like everybody's dying or everybody's going to jail or it's always something like you damn near want to pick up the phone and be like, what's wrong today? Have you ever dealt with somebody like that? I have. And I I had to cut him off. Yeah. Like I'm a, I'm a firm believer in karma and I don't believe me personally. So take what I'm saying with a grain of salt guys. Mm -hmm. Uh, Cause I know y'all girlies like to tussle in the comments, but I'm a firm believer that karma doesn't just come to you. Like if you've been a fucked up person your whole life, but you're the type of person that learns through maybe seeing it rather than feeling it, then that karma going to live through your kid. That karma going to come through your spouse. That karma's going to come through your mom. It's going to come through somebody to show you better than they can tell you. I refuse to live with somebody else that has karma after karma after karma. Especially me knowing if I know that I deal with somebody that robs banks, right? That's what they do or they're a scammer. Whatever Mm -hmm. they're... Do you not think that karma ain't going to run through your ass too because you knowingly deal with a fucking scammer? What what type of... What level are y'all thinking on? I be really looking at people like, hmm. I ain't trying to get kidnapped. <laughs> don't use me as ransom. Please don't. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> I know you got something going on that's just out of line. I am not trying to get kidnapped because somebody trying to find you because you stole the Air Force Ones and they <laughs> gold chain. <laughs> You ain't lying. No, you're not lying though. Even when you watch these movies, niggas be going after the kids, the wife, the mama. They going after somebody to get to you to show you. No, I do not know where Craig is. <laughs> I see him last week, and I told him not to do it. I don't even know who Craig is. Okay, no, <laughs> leave me at home. I do not want to get kidnapped. I do not want to be involved. That is the scariest thing to me. No it one is scary. You, you just crazy. I will say this story all- again. I was right. This guy asked me if I wanted to go with him to the mall because he wanted to buy me something. I'm 19. Hell yeah, I want to go to the mall so he can buy me something. Nigga, I'm front seat. What you had on? A velour, you had on a velour uh, suit, like a velour jacket. Thing. I don't even remember what I had on. But the only reason why I said yes is because he said he knew who my family members were. So it made me feel a little more comfortable. Okay, like, okay let's go. So... We get to the light. You ever been riding with somebody and like you start pressing the brake because it's like, damn, <laughs> you don't see this car coming? We coming about 50 miles an hour at this car. I'm like, <laughs> not you trying to control it for the passenger side. <laughs> so he's steady going. I'm like, who we finna hit this car? <laughs> we hit the car in front of us. I'm like, fuck. Look over at him, girl. His ass running down the street. I'm still sitting in the car. I'm like, oh. <laughs> so I start running yeah. to. <laughs> Long story short, child, that went his car. You know, these are things you got to look up before you get in people's car. <laughs> so, yeah, this was before Uber started. So it was a crackhead rental. It was a dope fiend rental. And I didn't know because who would think to get in the car and say, hey, is this car yours? I know now at 33, <laughs> I asked all types of questions. I'm Googling niggas. Look, don't tell me your first and last name when we meet. Is that right? I'm looking up your... Br- <laughs> 
what's it called? It's look, if I can get on 23 and me and figure out who your cousins, I'm all on Facebook. I'm 17 weeks deep in your mama shit. We I'm <laughs> figuring 17. out. Oh, I'm figuring out who I'm dealing with, is all I'm saying. Now Factuals. I do the background. Factuals. Yeah, I'm tagged photos. I already know who your baby mama is. <laughs> so now I gotta act surprised when you be like, oh, don't look, that's my baby mama. Nigga, I know. I seen her at brunch last week and didn't say nothing. But I'm just saying, do the research. Oh, God, Toya, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> it be the stories for me. Cause like, and I have so many. Dang. It's a shame. That's why so I pay like, my therapist, y'all. Wait, wait, but hold on. Did homie, Elite, did he call you afterwards? No, absolutely so not. He left you there. He, you could have been there. Could have been. Yeah. It wasn't his car. Just I guess he didn't have license or whatever was going run. on. And I ran too. I'm one of them black people. If I see one person run, I'm running too. And thank God I did because I probably would be in jail as an accomplice of this idiot. That's why you don't date people with bad karma. You know what else too? <sighs> Around the bad karma thing. It's like, it's almost, whoa, dang, this kind of go back to the, the, the clear. Dang, this is good. Mm-hmm. So it's like with your bad karma, right? You know you got to clean some stuff up. Why don't you just take a minute to be by yourself? I don't understand. And there's men that I know personally that I've asked them, why do you always have a girlfriend? And he literally told me, I can't be by myself. I don't like being by myself. And that to me is a huge red flag. What is it about you? If you don't like you, what the fuck make you think I need to like you? Because you can't stand to be by yourself? That yeah. codependency though, like yeah. you got some you got some dependency issues. But yeah. now that I'm older and I learn these words and I understand this terminology and I'm looking it up to understand... Mm, that a boundary something I'm not willing to deal with yeah because that's like how do you clean up your slate if it's always being like or let me put it this way how do you always clean your plate if you're not always looking at the contents that's on it rearranging throwing things away and you just keep adding things onto it and or you don't know how the remnants of the things on your plate may spread to other people how do you like when do you sit back and do that? If you just picking shit up and just going along with it to the next person, to the next person, to the next person. That's a lot. People don't see that as a lot, though. Because they don't see... A, they, one thing... Okay, another thing I had to realize with therapy, which I don't... Just because I go to therapy now, I'm not... I only can encourage people to go, and that's why I mentioned something about the price factor. But I had to realize I had a problem. If I don't think I have a problem and I hear people say, you should go to therapy for what? I don't have a problem. Mm. I'm just my authentic self showing up every day. I ain't no problem. If you don't think there's a problem, you ain't going to see the mess that's on your landing strip that the plane can never just fucking land on. I know that. Because it ain't no mess. True. Ain't nothing wrong with me. My mama said ain't nothing wrong with me. Well, okay. (laughs) I wouldn't be mad. I was if it wasn't for my mama. Your mama ain't shit. Your mama around here scamming folks too. That's who you learned it from. But, you know, anywho. <laughs> so we have uh, we have this friend, right? And one of our friends that came into the group chat and said that she listened to the love bombing episode. And another friend basically chimed in and said, y'all, that reminds me of my friend who met this guy and he said that he does self-care and the way that he does self-care is that he drinks a glass of wine and he reads books and he listens to music and he listens to poetry she said girl I've been dating his ass for months I ain't seen him lift a book yet and he say he don't like wine 
the manipulation. You know, these people that tell you that all right. this. Hey, what's your love language? And then you tell them your love language so, so they can fucking manipulate you wait, with it. You know what's so crazy? Okay. I was really big on meeting. So, okay. I was that person. I ain't got, look, I ain't gonna lie to y'all. I was that person. I'll meet somebody be like, so what is your love language? That was one of my favorite questions. You know, just trying to see what we got going on. Now it's all of them. Oh, I all say that. That's my love language. Gifts. Because it is rent. <laughs> my love language is rent, bills. Boy, this pooch speak English, Spanish, and French, but this pooch speak euros, dollars, and yen. It speak everything. Everything is seasonal. Everything is seasonal. It's seasonal. Because that might be in a season where it's like, I, there's just certain things, but then also too, it's like, I'm a, the, the love languages is, is a sliding scale. You have all of them. As you can see, if you do the test, they're percentages, mm -hmm. meaning that they're all necessary, right? If I took the test in a, uh, maybe five years ago, it might be a completely different Absolutely. number scale where it could be right now. It can be higher in a different area, whatever case may be. So all of them are actually important. But like you said, manipulation, if I'm just being like, oh, okay, your love language is touch. Okay. Now I'm just feel like I'm going to touch my I'm way. I'm going to give you love. massages all the, all the time. And yeah. Rub on you, rub your, hold your hand, rub your feet. Like that's why I'm going to like use that to get on your good side or to get you into loving me and blah, blah, blah. And that does happen. And we then once that. you propose to me and I get married and you wondering, damn, why this bitch don't touch me no more? Because I didn't really like touching you in the first place. Right. But I'm married now. Right. 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 So I feel like there's nothing wrong with like learning those things, but people do. I had, did not realize this is the, because I'm just a loving person and I just want, you know, I like to give, 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 but I had to realize that that also has to have a, a huge boundary around that. Um, I didn't think people would do that much. Right. Just so that they can have, even if they just have one goal in mind, this is men and men and women. People do different things for a different gain. And you just have to be able to have discernment to know what that looks like. But at the same time, it's like, why would you do all of that? If you don't like that person, if you can't really show up to be that person in general, or if that's just not authentically you, what are you doing and why? Some people, again, don't like rejection. So if a man is walking around or a woman, but I date men, if a man is walking around saying I can get any woman I want and he comes along one and you're like, no, thank you. He going to do everything he got to do just to be like, I told you I can get everything or to tell himself and his ego. Mm -hmm. So that may be one reason that I can think of because there are certain people that just feel like, nah, ain't nobody around here I can't get if That's I. That's true. So yeah. now let me let me bring show up as my representative, like I like to say, for six months. And then you done fell in love with this representative. And then on month seven, niggas start coming out the house looking like Pookie and Ray Ray. And you like, damn, I thought we was going to get something to eat. Yeah, Chick-fil-A, bitch, get in. <laughs> damn, ain't no more steak. No, he's taking you to Frenchies. Frenchies like, done got no. a little high. He's taking high your ass. To okay, when last time you been to Frenchies? They charge 50 cent extra for no ice. Well, they all, I'm surprised <laughs> it ain't 75 cent. Okay. They used to be. I was like, "Why are you charging me for no?" Oh, because you got because you more get more product. liquid, right? Y'all niggas ain't uh, slick, but whatever. All right, so I know boom. their prices was the same, but anyway, going back to what you were saying, I, I think that that is just weird to me. For six months, you're dating someone, all because you have one thing in mind. Just yeah. tell that person that straight up at the beginning. They may be okay with that. 
Why are you manipulating someone? You know, you said something that just made me think of something. I think we've discussed this before. It really sucks that as a genuine loving person. Yeah. That you have to alter who you are because there's other people that have ulterior motives. Like, how come I can't go into a dating situation showing up as my authentic loving self Mm -hmm. if I want to buy you something it's because I wanted to right if I want to give you a massage or do whatever I wanted to do just because that's how I felt in that moment and I felt like this is what I want to do right I can't come out as that because now you may take advantage of that. Yeah. Or you may manipulate me because I did it. Or now when I do it one time and then I let a nigga, what I say? You let a nigga uh, slide and he start ice skating. Mm -hmm. If I decided I wanted to kiss you on the first date and then the second date comes and you close your eyes and lean in, I'm like, no, I'm good. No, thank you. Well, you did it before. Why you won't do it again? Like, so many people out here with just fucked up mind frames and thoughts and it makes it makes you it makes you not be able to be that person and that's sad it does suck but i think one thing you just said is maybe a reason why and i'm learning this too um and one of my favorite things to say is when i'm talking to my friends i tell my friends i'm talking to myself at the same time i'm talking to you Mm. just so that like we all to kind of just like a level set i'm no better than anybody that i'm talking to I'm talking this stuff out loud, you know, just so I can remind myself as well. But you said something like I did it on the first date. Then the second time I don't. But it's like we teach people how to treat us. I don't believe that. So yeah. It's like if that person already was like, oh, do you giving me all of this? And you try to retreat. They almost see it as like a punishment or like, why are you acting like that? And blah, blah, blah. So like now I have to go into dating or just getting to know people, friends or platonic, mm-hmm. whatever to be like, OK, I'm going to go in maybe 25% and then go in a little bit further or I go in it with more so like, hey, these are the boundaries that I'm developing for myself and I'm just at the beginning of that. So it's like, these are the boundaries that I have. You can either like it and if you don't, I'll put you over here. I can love you from afar. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's like I had to kind of, like you said, not be all I can still be myself, but I have to be myself almost with with the boundary because I've learned that there are those energy vampires out Mm -hmm. there, people who want to manipulate you, these people who just want to be able to say they've experienced you. You can't have just. 25% 25% of me think you've experienced me and then you right. go run off to the hills and be jollying around the world because you're like, oh my God. But that's just... That's Ooh, and when you see that, you be like, damn, I can only imagine what it would be like if I gave you my whole me, you'd be outside singing in the rain in your drawers. So it was just like, I just had to put these boundaries on myself to protect me. And I'm starting to learn too. I, I don't like people that dim who I am or like, because you don't do it. You make me feel some type of way because I do it. This, this guy, um, he looked so upset. Like I can tell, I can read energy. I can tell he was upset. And I was like, don't be upset. I was like, Hey, look, if you feel like you're going to have a good day, you're going to have a good day because that's the type of day you want to have. Right. He said, here you go with this Maya Angelou shit. Oh, bro. All I could do is bust out laughing. I was like, <laughs> but in my head, I'm like, bitch, I ain't never seeing your ass again because that's the way you came for me trying to help you in your moment. But then I had to realize, too, some people like sitting in they shit. I'm not one of them people. I don't sit around sulking and all of that. And if you're going to do that, that's also draining my energy now because yeah. I ain't come to see you for this. Yeah, I can go home. <laughs> I ain't come to eat to see you. And if you need a vent again, 
you need to go on Dr. Phil. You need to go to uh, somebody to fix your life. But that's not going to be me. The best I can give you is a quote. <laughs> yeah, but see, also. <laughs> <laughs> a quote. That's it. That's all I got. Which is, what's your quote? Uh, Today will be a good day because that's the day you want to have. That's it. That's all I got for you. With the rainbow effect. <laughs> you know what? That's going to be my whole tip. My whole tip is my whole tip. Oh, my whole tip. My whole tip for today is, <laughs> um, if you feel, honestly not, if you feel like you're just not feeling yourself one hundred percent, you feel like you're having a bad day. Your dog just died. Whatever the reason is, it's okay to tell people, "Hey, not feeling like myself today," and I don't want to be the bearer of bad energy so i'm not going to be around anybody today yeah. okay another person will say okay if you need anything let me know cool and leave it at that don't come around pissing on everybody else's parade because for whatever reason you have you want to piss on everybody else's parade just be put your adult panties on and say i'm a shitty person today and i don't want to shit on anybody else it's pretty simple you just reminded me <clears throat> of something when you made that comment that's communication and communication and boundaries and being able to like really um, read your own personal energy and your emotions and all that, that takes a lot. And sometimes that's the scariest thing to do to, to say out loud, Hey, today I'm not feeling it because you want to be there for people. You want to show up for people. You want to be able to do whatever case may be, but if sometimes you can be the person that's draining some. <sighs> so it's like, how do you say, check yourself and be like, today ain't the day. Boy, cause some of y'all run around here just lighting sage and you the bad vibe. I, I don't know. Yeah. You need to light that bitch and stick it up your ass or something. Cause, and another thing with sage, y'all open up these damn windows when y'all light sage. Do some background research before you light sage. Cause whole time the demons is just having a fucking field day in your house and you just like, you don't know what the ping, 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 ping. You ain't, you ain't sage shit. You made the shit worse. You've intensified your bad energy shit. Crystals just burning underneath your titties. They don't know what the hell is going on. <laughs> oh, anywho. All right, y'all. I'm done playing. Dog, I swear. Like, I just, if y'all can't see, this is all the time. This is this, this is friendship, right? See, here. this is why people don't ever take me seriously because they think I play all damn day. I don't be playing all damn day. Y'all just be laughing at me and I be serious. <laughs> Shit. But communicating, communicating how you feel is important. Like, it's really, really important because it's like, I think one time, like learning, I was scared to communicate that I have fears or that I would, I have trust issues. Like, because it's like, dang, that's a reality for me. And I have to say that out loud and tell that to somebody. But it's like, okay, hey, you know what? I am just not, like, I remember having to tell like my friends, I was just going through like something, this was like two years ago. And having to text my friends and be like, hey, I'm in this space. I may not, I, I you know, don't call, mm -hmm. don't text, because I'm not going to answer in this season or for a little while because I just need to sit with what I'm going, what I'm going through. That was hard because I talked to, like I said, I talked to my friends, some people every day, every other week or whatever. It's like I have constant 
mm-hmm. whatever. And then for some reason, when you're going through something, that's when people ironically some way in the universe, that's when they start calling you. So, I mean, like the one time I was like, look, I know I'm not in a good space. I need this. I need the the time. My phone was getting blown up and it killed me to just look at my phone and be like, I can't do it. Mm-hmm. But that doing that in that season was such a eye opener to me to know that one life is not going to stop because you did not answer the phone for that person or you didn't show up to that event or you didn't go into this space. The world is going to be okay. Your friends are going to be okay. Everything is going to be okay. Just if if you just say no for right now or this season doesn't allow for it, if you don't go to all the brunch spots or whatever case be, everything is going to be fine. It's going to be okay. You're going to be great. And people will get over it. And if they don't, that's something that they got to deal with within themselves. That's another thing I have to learn to. Projection is something serious. It is. (laughs) I've been rejected before. Projection. But. Oh, I thought you said rejection. <laughs> hey, see what I mean? Everybody dealing with their own shit over here. <laughs> but yeah, projection. Yes. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yes. Do you have a whole tip? <gasps> um, A whole tip, my sister? A whole tip. <laughs> Bundle up. It's cold outside. It's, it. dark. it's that season, y'all. Get y'all some, you know. But yeah, bundle up, you know. Get y'all some blankets so you don't got to cuddle up with them niggas. That's what she was trying to say. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, outside of that, hmm, um, really check in with your energy in this season because it's getting cold outside. Not for real though. It's getting cold outside and people start to slip into seasonal depression. Oh yeah. So, um, really just checking with your energy. Uh, if you need a time, you know, space or whatever, you know, do that. But, you know, find you somebody to talk to, but check in with them to see if they have the capacity to talk to or listen to what you have going on. Um, even if y'all been friends for umpteen years, still check in because life is life and life be life in. Mm-hmm. And you never know where somebody is. Damn well, my hotel. On that note, bye.